Hey y'all, and welcome to a very special episode of Mystery, Murder, and Magic. Today we're celebrating our first birthday. That's right. Our very first episode was published a year ago today. So I thought it might be fun to tell you guys a little bit about us and why I decided to do a podcast and I also have a story about something that happened here in our town over the weekend. It's also officially the first day of winter today, and it is a bit chilly. Um, I took my daughter's dog, Leah, out earlier, and it was a cold rain, and I thought, hey, is that sleep? But it was just wishful thinking for some frozen weather. But anyway, I think it's going to be fun to celebrate the podcast birthday today, talking about my family and and what made me start this podcast. But anyway, let's get this bonus episode started. And that means it's time for a new episode of Mystery, Murder, and Magic. And here's your host. Andrea Lee and sometimes Alex. Well, it's not actually Monday. Um, yeah. But anyway, I don't think at any time I've ever really told y'all a whole lot about us. I mean, you, you know that we're pretty goofy and we like going to the mountains and love wrestling and whatnot. Um, but... You guys know Alex. He's been on the show quite a few times with me, and he hadn't been on as much lately. Um, But his job at the veterinarian office keeps him pretty busy. Now, Alex is my middle child. He was my first boy in my first C-section. I can remember my OB telling me he wasn't going to be, you know, all that big after I had those last two ultrasounds before he was born. But, boy, did Alex have that doctor fooled, and to be honest... I knew he felt like a big baby, but, you know, doctors supposed to know best. But anyway, when they weighed him after he was born, they told me he weighed nine pounds and six ounces. And I thought they were joking. And the thing is, is Alex was born on April Fool's Day. So I was like, yeah, right. You know, they're, they're fooling me. But no, he was a big old chunky monkey. Now, as you know, Alex is a huge wrestling fan. And as a matter of fact, Alex Nicholas and I are driving to Greensboro tomorrow for an AEW event. And we're so excited about it. It's part of their Christmas present. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about Nicholas, too, in just a little bit. Now, a few other random facts about Alex is that he graduated from high school earlier this year. I think we've talked about that on a couple of episodes. 
and he's been working as a kennel tech since July at the veterinarian's office. He's also addicted to his Xbox, and he's made some pretty good friends through Xbox parties. And I don't even know if they still call them out Xbox parties anymore, but anyway. But before there was an Alex, there was a Courtney. Courtney is my firstborn child. She was born when I was 21 years old, so we kind of grew up together. And it seemed like I was in labor forever with that child. And then I looked over at her while they were getting her all cleaned up, and she literally shot me a bird. I mean, I don't think she meant to, but knowing her, maybe she did. Um, But I kind of knew at that moment she had a bit of hellfire in her, and I knew I was in for a ride with that child. You know, she was only a kid, or she was the only kid for about 10 years. Alex was born exactly a month before her 10th birthday. She asked for a brother when I was pregnant, and that's what she got. But when he got here, she kind of pretended that he just didn't exist. And the funny thing is, is like, you know, all her little... Courtney never was like a baby or baby doll person when our kid when she was little. Um, she didn't play with dolls. She was mostly into like stuffed animals, especially dogs. But her little girlfriends would come over and play. But they would want to play with the little baby brother and take care of him and hold him and whatnot. So... That kind of, I guess, caused a little bit of re- resentfulness, but um, not bad. You know, she didn't try to hurt him or anything. But now that they're grown up, they're pretty much best friends, and they work at the same office. She's a vet tech. She's a mommy. And she's a wife. Her little boy, Jax, is seven years old. You might even hear him in the background because he's here today. School's out. Now, Courtney has a really big heart when it comes to animals. She'll try to help any of them that she comes across. She and I are trying to put together a little something new for um, the podcast for the new year. So y'all stay tuned for that. And then there's Nick or Nicholas, whatever you want to call him. He's my 12-year-old and he's my ride-along while I'm out making deliveries. We've had a lot of fun cutting up in the car on the days that I deliver. He's into anime and anything computer-related. He's a pretty smart kid, and he has a kind heart for animals, just like his siblings. Oh, and I was saying that Alice was a big baby, and you know how most of the time, like, each time you have a baby, each baby gets bigger. And so, with Alice being nine pounds and six ounces, I was scared to death that Nicholas was just going to be at least ten pounds. Well, imagine my surprise when they told me that he only weighed six pounds and six ounces after he was born. I can't believe it. And he was actually my smallest of all three of my kids. I didn't mention it earlier, but Courtney weighed 7 pounds, 15 ounces. So she was a bit chubby as a baby herself. But then out came this tiny baby Nicholas, and I was almost afraid of him because he was so small. I had these two sturdy babies. And then I had this fragile-looking tiny baby. Oh, and y'all, because I knew he was going to be huge, I just knew it. I had taken all of the tiny little diapers back to Walmart that I had received as gifts at my baby shower and exchanged them for bigger sizes. Well, after he was born, found out he was so tiny, I had to send Courtney back to Walmart. She was like 16 by then to exchange them for the smaller sizes. So Walmart just really loved us after all that. And then there's me, the mama. There's not much to tell because I haven't, like... Live this extraordinary life, but 
I do want to tell you why I do what I do. I've said many times that I'm a big fan of the ID channel and shows like Snapped. I've watched those since they became a thing. I always felt sympathy for the victims' families and friends and was fascinated by the investigators' skills at solving these cases. But then in 2013, homicide meant a whole new thing to me and my family. We became the victim's family. You see, my cousin's daughter, Allison, was murdered at the age of 17. She wasn't just like any cousin. She was more like a daughter because she and Courtney were extremely close. They, um, you didn't see one without seeing the other. Uh, It was just a horrible time in our lives. And I've tried many, many times to sit down and write an episode about her and what happened to her. But it's kind of hard to talk about it still. I'm still hoping that one day I can get through writing that episode because her story deserves to be told. And I can remember climbing in the bed the night, the night that she had been murdered and turning on the TV. And of course, when the TV powered on, it was already on the ID channel. And... They were talking about a young woman's death. And at that moment, I I really, I ended up changing the channel. But I realized that how I view these shows will never be the same again. Because now, instead of sympathizing, I was empathizing with these families. Because, I mean, I could very much put myself in their place. Well, then this last year, COVID hit. We were stuck in our homes. Unable to really do a whole lot of anything. And I was just thinking about what I could do with all my spare time. And it hit me that podcasts were a popular thing. And I have friends that do podcasts. I thought, well, hey, I'll try it. And I didn't even really have to think all that hard about what my subject would matter would be. I knew that I had to tell victim stories. Their voices needed to be heard and their names never forgotten. I also decided to include the paranormal side of life because that's something that you could say I'm involved in as well. And unfortunately, or maybe fortunately for podcasters, those are subjects that will never run out of stories to talk about. Now, I want to move on to the story that I wanted to tell you about that happened here in my town or right outside of my town over the weekend. On Sunday morning around 4 a.m., a call came in that there was a blood-covered man walking on the side of Highway 66 near the Newberry-Lawrence County line. When authorities arrived, they found that the man had multiple gunshot wounds, and while he was conscious, he was unable to provide very many details about what had happened to him or who had shot him. He was able to tell authorities that he he had picked up a white male and white female from a gas station and at some point the couple had taken his 2015 Honda Accord from him. He was taken by EMS to a local trauma center but sadly he died from his injuries. He's been identified as 24 year old Jamal Jermaine Austin from Winsboro, South Carolina and while investigators were still in the area where Austin had been found they learned that a vehicle was on on fire on Eves Road in Union County. And that road is just off Highway 176 between Whitmire and the city of Union. Investigators arrived on the scene of the car fire and found that the car that was on fire was the one that had been taken from Mr. Alston. 
this is truly a strange case because it involves three jurisdictions. New Berry County, Lawrence County, and Union County. And SLED, they're all investigating this case. It's unknown at right now, or as of right now, which gas station or even the town that the gas station was in where the victim picked up these suspects. If you have any information about this case, you're asked to call South Carolina Crime Stoppers at 1-888-CRIME-SC. Well, that's all we have for this bonus episode. I hope you've enjoyed our first year and we'll stick around for another year of mystery, murder, and magic. 